So, welcome to another episode of Let Me Say This. It's your boy Tony in the house. How's everyone doing? So, uh, today I'm going to talk a little bit about something that I don't really talk about a lot, which is rap music. Uh, so, I don't listen to a lot of music for real. I listen to a lot of podcasts, a lot of NPR. Usually, when I hear about music, it's usually something that I catch on somebody's Facebook page or some crap like that. So, you know, I'm really not in the music cue a lot of the times. So what I want to talk about today kind of starts out uh, in April. There was an article in the AJC that says, Atlanta rapper Lil Nas X removal from country music chart sparks controversy. So I remember hearing about this on NPR. They had a music segment. And they were talking about this young black rapper by the name of Lil Nas X who uh, did the song with Billy Ray Cyrus called Old Town Road. And just being honest, I heard Old Town Road for the first time um, probably like a week and a half or two weeks ago. I was that far out of the loop on that. One, I'm not really into that much into new rap, and I'm definitely not into a lot of country music. So nothing about that really interested me on a music standpoint, but it did interest me on a social commentary standpoint. So um, Billboard had taken Old Town Road off of the country music list because it had really shot up really, really high. And they were saying that they took it off because country music fans didn't feel like that that music really stayed true or rang true to traditional country music. Uh, that's wink, wink, nonsense bullshit for we don't want that nigga on the country charts with this rap bullshit is what it boils down to. Uh, they tried to smooth it over, what have you, but in the end, Billboard you know, they got caught up. Um, music does not have a color. Let me say that again. Music does not have a color. Music appeals to different people from different backgrounds because of different things that they like. Music appeals to people for cultural reasons. People like music because of social reasons. People like music because of nostalgic reasons. When I think about my music and the music that I like, I like Songs from the 60s. I'm not really that big on 50s music, for real. But I really do like music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. 2000s kind of, like, got me a little messed up a little bit. But, you know, it is what it is. So, like, I can go from anywhere to Marilyn McCoo and Billy Davis Jr., Google it, to Elton John doing Benny and the Jets, to TLC or Total from the 90s. So, like, I have a very, very wide spectrum when it comes to music, I like show tunes. I like a lot of different music. Um, and there have been some country artists that I that I like, but I'm not going to sit down and just listen to country music for real. But Billboard saying that this music did not hold true to country music standards, which, again, not not wide, wide to saying that we don't want this black man at the top of our charts because there's some more deserving white people who have, you know, endure being white in this political climate and they deserve to be at the top, you know. And while, you know, that's debatable, the song was liked by country music listeners. Like, it wasn't like Lil Nas just stole the the spotlight. People, when, when Billboard or even the Nielsen ratings do their 
tabulations, however they do it. I think Billboard looks at record sales and probably the genre that people said that they bought records in. You know, Nielsen used to send out those stupid-ass diaries or whatever. But whatever measurement that they are using to determine what music goes on which chart and where, Lil Nas X, Old Town Road, had made it to the top. But, you know, we talked about racist-ass America and her siblings, you know, Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, Florida, North and South Carolina, uh, those slave states in the South, which is where country music has its origins, has its roots, has its stronghold. But even then, you have to go into this whole thing with racism and how white people think that, you know, they get to choose what belongs in what race. Um, I referenced the... Um, the the podcast called Seen on Radio. And Seen on Radio second season was about whiteness and the invention of whiteness and how white people came up with this way to kind of like subjugate other people who weren't white so that they could feel like they were important or better. And so I say that to say this. White people really thought that they could determine what got considered to be country music or not. Um and I find it I find it offensive. I I really found it to be offensive that Billboard would even think about even contemplating taking this black man off of the country charts. There have been black artists in the past. Charlie Pride was uh, a black country artist. I don't know many more, but I do remember his black ass. But, you know, again, America and her institutional racism. We're just going to take this song off the charts because we don't want this Negro at the top of the charts. And at the end of the day, that's probably one of the most racist things that you could ever do. Music should be enjoyed by anybody who likes to enjoy it. No one has, well, some black people have gotten upset about people like, you know, JT and any white artist who has moved over to R&B. You know, Michael McDonald, which was kind of like rock slash R&B. Eminem on the rapping thing, you know. But you know what black people did? We do what we've always done. We invite y'all in. As long as it's not bullshit and garbage, we really don't care. Like, we really, really, really don't care if white people appropriate our music for real as long as they are pumping out some good music. But, you know, white people, not so much. White people got upset because they felt like these black people were co-opting their music because this is our music, goddammit. Get your trick. But anyway, so that was, that happened back in April. Um... And I saw a lot of people on Facebook who were, you know, upset about it. Like, how can they do this? Why is this happening? And we know why it's happening. We know why we do this. Because we live in this racist-ass shithole of a country called America. And, you know, we also live in racist-ass shithole state of Alabama. So, you know, we got all of that stuff that we have to to, to deal with. Um, you know, I don't have a problem with white people singing black music. I don't have a problem with black people singing, singing white music. Y'all know the only racial problems I have is when people forget where they came from and pretend like they're something that they're not. Other than that, I can rock with you on whatever your bullshit happens to be. So, yeah, so white people, y'all are trash when it came to um, to that little bit of bullshit and fuckery. So that brings me to break number one, and then I'm going to come back and trash you Negroes in a minute. So I'll see y'all after the break. Peace. AIDS Alabama is now doing free in-home HIV testing. That's at right. At your house. 
right, if you can't come to us, we'll come to you. Uh, a lot of people don't like coming into places to get tested. We will come to your house and test you there and give you the results. In your car. Or the park. Wherever you want to meet us, we'll meet you there. At the beauty shop. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to get tested, you can give us a call at 205-918-8184. If you'd like to make an appointment to get tested, go to www.gcbham.com. Okay, so we are back. Thank y'all for listening to Let Me Say This. Uh, again, this is my solo podcast in which I talk about things that I think are important or people might get some type of benefit out of. So before we went to break, I was talking about uh, Little Nas X and the problem that the white folks that gave him about Old Town Road because they felt like, you know, this Negro can't be singing good old-fashioned country music because we're country and that's our goddamn music goddamn right. But... They are wrong. Music belongs to everybody. Y'all some racist asses who, you know, who think that. So, um, before the break, I told y'all I talked about white folks. Now, I'm going to talk about my folks. So, on June 30th, Little Nas X, you know, I just got to say, I admire this little kid's uh, spunk <laughs> because he is pissing off everybody as far as, you know, I can see. So, Lil Nas X on uh, June 30th made a post that kind of made people think that he was saying that he was gay. I read the post. I even read the lyrics to one of the songs that was mentioned. And I still don't know if he's going to say April Fool or not. But it appears that not only did Lil Nas X cross over onto the country charts being black, but he also has come out as being gay. Um... And that's okay, except when it comes to you insecure-ass black men and the stupid women who follow you. And I'm calling y'all stupid because y'all are entering this shit. And the reason why I'm pissed off about that is because, you know, back when it was just the white people giving Lil Nas X uh, shit about crossing over into the country tracks, no, black people were, like, really standing for him. Like, let that boy do what he needs to do. You cracker-ass crackers, racist-ass white folks, blah, 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 blah. Well, now we find out that he's gay, and guess what? You can hear crickets from them motherfuckers who were just on his side just weeks ago. Not only did you hear crickets, but then you also hear stupid bullshit about, um, oh, man, I was listening to this song, and now now Old Town Road is talking about riding dicks. Like, really, you ignorant sons of bitches? Like, that's what y'all are going to say. All of a sudden, you just stop listening to the song as a piece of music, and now it's a piece of gay propaganda because y'all are just that goddamn ignorant. And you get on my fucking nerves. Like, I don't understand why men, black men in particular, are so weirded out or so insecure in your manhood that if a brother says that he's gay, all of a sudden you got to prove where you're not gay. You got to prove where you're somehow better than him. You got to prove where you're not down with the shits. And I don't understand. Like, I just don't understand. It's perfectly okay for you to be straight and ignorant if you want to. Nobody's going to stop you from doing that. But I want to know why black men have to shit on black gay men all the fucking time. And it's not because we want y'all. Because half of y'all running around here not taking baths every day with rust-ass ankles and dirt up on your fingernails and ain't got no girlfriends. They don't want your black asses. Why you think we want y'all? We do not. We absolutely do not. We've watched you hobosexuals not have jobs, get women pregnant, go lay up with them until you move on to the next woman. So why why are you such a hot fucking commodity? That's what I need to know. I'm sorry. I went off on a rant. 
But back to the subject at hand, just because Little Nas says that he's gay doesn't change the meaning of the song. As a matter of fact, most people listen to songs and they interpret songs different ways, just depending on their frame of mind, who, what their life experiences are, and who they are. So if you are one of those ignorant sons of bitches out there who heard Old Town Road after you find out that Little Nas X was gay and thought it was talking about riding dicks, then maybe that's something you need, might need to talk to someone about because, sir, you are the one with the problem. Because any t- if you are that obsessed, fascinated, with uh, gay sex that if you find out somebody's gay or somebody's lesbian, all of a sudden it becomes a problem of yours, then yeah, bro, yeah, sis, it's a problem of yours. And guess what? Those of us who identify as gay, lesbian, trans, questioning, whatever, we're going to let you have all your fucking problems because you are the owner of those. Little Nas X nor any other gay people are trying to convert any of y'all. I need y'all to really, really understand that. And I've talked about this before on other podcasts and just even on my Facebook page. There is no gay agenda to um, convert straight people over to gayism or, <laughs> or gayanity, or however you want to call it. We are not trying to convert people. We just want to be left the fuck alone. Like, how hard is it for you motherfuckers to just shut the fuck up and leave us alone. Like, nobody is inviting you into our spaces. We don't really care what y'all do. But the minute y'all find out that somebody's gay, then all of a sudden it becomes a really, really huge problem for you, which I just I, I just don't get it. Like, I just don't get it. You know, there again, there aren't any a lot of, like, really, really well-known black country artists. And there are three that I see in this article, one being Darius Rucker, who was Hootie of Hootie and the Bowfish, Somebody named Kane Brown and then Jimmy Allen. Never heard of any of those guys other than uh, Darius Rucker because I used to like Hootie and the Blowfish. And Darius' first R&B album was good, but you know what? Y'all black folks didn't support it, so he had to go where he could get some support. But even with that, if Lil Nas being gay makes you not want to listen to his music, makes you think that he is putting subliminal messages in his music to turn your little children gay, then you, ma'am, you, sir, have a problem that you need to go see about because that's just not the way that any of this works. Um, Gay people are not trying to convert straight people into being gay. As a matter of fact, the opposite is true. Straight people constantly are trying to turn gay people straight, which none of that can happen. You, You are who you are, and people just need to be okay with that. I'm about to... um. I don't know. I think I'm about to end this podcast. I may go on another break, and I'll be back. Peace. AIDS Alabama is now doing free in-home HIV testing. That's Ed right. How? Right. If you can't come to us, we'll come to you. Uh, a lot of people don't like coming into places to get tested. We will come to your house and test you there and give you your results. In your car. Or the park. Wherever you want to meet us, we'll meet you there. At the beauty shop. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want to get tested, you can give us a call at 205-918-8184. If you'd like to make an appointment to get tested, go to www.gcbham.com. Okay, so welcome back to Let Me Say This. Um, Thank you all again for listening on whichever platforms you are listening on. We appreciate your um, just showing us a little bit of love. If you have friends who you think may be interested in listening to this podcast, please let them know where we can be found. Write us a review. Let people know what's going on. 
So I guess tonight I'm just gonna do a whole full circle. Um, so I guess tonight I'm just gonna do a whole full circle. So like, I started off talking about um, trash white people uh, and their racism, and then I ended up talking about trash black people and their homophobia. So now I want to bring it back around to the political arena. Uh, on my other podcast, um, Same Crowd, Different Day with uh, Derek and the lovely Quantum May. We're probably going to talk about a little bit of all this in a little bit more detail. But I did want to talk a little bit more about the um, the debates and how Kamala Harris, you know, showed that she has the chops to possibly be our first female president. Um, there's been a lot of talk about her past as a prosecutor. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about her uh, ethnic background. Uh, you know, she's part Indian and part Jamaican American. Um, and people are actually starting to question her blackness. And it's starting to remind me of the whole Russian troll bot thing that happened uh, when 45 decided to, you know, try to go against uh, the greatest president of all times, Barack Hussein Obama. And one thing I don't want people to get caught up on, and it's just frustrating. We have to know how to be strategic. We need to know how to be tactical. We need to know how to fight fairly or unfairly when the fighting comes up. There are a lot of people who felt like she sucker punched Joe Biden. Joe Biden needs some advice, and people who are advising him are doing a terrible job. But at the end of the day, we all need to be able to coalesce around whoever our nominee is. And I don't care who, like literally, truly, 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 I don't care who the Democratic nominee is. It could be that crazy Williams woman. I don't give a shit. She cannot be worse than the idiot that we have in the White House right now. And y'all, I mean, really think about what's going on in our country. I mean, in two days, we're going to have a military parade on the 4th of July, in which this bozo is only giving tickets to his friends, the RNC and, and donors, which is fucked up on so many levels since the 4th of July is an American holiday, not a Republican holiday. And I wouldn't even say it was for all Americans because our black ass is sure as fuck wasn't free. So, you know, they can, there's that. Um, but then the thing with the uh, with the kids on the border, I just got a flash on my phone saying that there's a, uh, a court that said that they cannot hold or detain people while they're being processed for asylum. And I hope to God this is true. So maybe we can finally, you know, empty out this concentration camp that we have going on our borders. Like, I really don't understand why the U.N. has not condemned us. I may have said this on my podcast earlier or may have just been talking to some friends of mine, but this is really insane. It's inhumane. It definitely ain't Christian-like, and y'all love, you know, waving the bloodstained banner all the goddamn time. Like, what the fuck is, what what God are you worshiping? Like, how in the hell do we, how the hell do you put people and kids in cages, separate babies from their parents, and then say, Jesus loves you? I mean, we, people are leaving the church in droves, and you motherfuckers are the reason why. Who wants to be a part of that? Like, who really and truly wants to be a part of something that that fucking evil? I mean, it's just evil beyond belief. But anyway, back to these Democrats. 
Um, I have a lot of friends who follow me on Facebook. I follow y'all. I see what y'all are saying. I see what y'all are doing. No one has done anything really out of bounds just yet. But uh, I really do wish that people would keep their comments political. Um, questioning someone's uh, race or ethnical heritage is fucked up. Uh, questioning someone's blackness is fucked up. Um, there are a lot of fucked up things that people find themselves doing. And let me just say this. You can do all that fucked up shit all you want to. Come November of 2020, be your asses at the polls ready to vote. Because we cannot, I don't think our democracy can survive another four years under assault the way they, like the way that it's currently being assaulted. Um, the rule of law is no more. Um, they're to hell with processes. And old long turkey neck ass um, Mitch McConnell, there's a special place in hell for you, sir. There's a special place in hell for you, for your wife, for everybody who's supporting y'all in this bullshit that y'all are doing to these kids in this country. Um, if I really hope that y'all are atheists. Like, I really, really, and truly hope that you really don't believe in God, that y'all are just doing this to confound the people. Because if you really, 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 truly believe in God, and there really, really, really is a hell, the way that y'all like to explain that hell exists, you are going to bust that motherfucker wide open, and I'm going to be sitting there with the chili and popping palms because no one deserves it more than these Republicans. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. And I don't care, you know, your grandma might be a Republican. I don't give a fuck. This makes no sense, people. There is no reason... For us to be treating people like that, there's no reason for those kids to be going through this. Even with the with the man, his little 23-month-old baby who got washed up on the shore, we should be ashamed. We should be ashamed as a country that this is what we're allowed to go on. But y'all sit there and just just do the bullshit. And it's, it's, it's not right. Um, there, there's going to be a reckoning one day. I just know that it is. Um but it's, it's interesting how people... So I have a friend on Facebook. I'm not going to call his name. Our kids go to the same school. He is really cool. I, I feel like I've known him for like at least two years, and I felt like I've done myself a disservice by not getting to know him better. we become Facebook friends over the last uh, couple of months, and he's always... I think he's probably the person who looks at my Facebook post more than anybody else. He's always got a positive comment. Sometimes he'll even inbox me, but today he posted this meme on Facebook talking about Donald Trump and how, you know, he is the most vile and potty mouth as president that we've had. Like, no one says the shit that he says and gets away with it. And so this old lady comments on his post, and I'm like, bro, I hope this ain't your granny or nothing because, you know, I, I was thinking about dragging her. I don't mind dragging all people. I would drag y'all motherfucking relatives. Just know it. Just tell them to stay away from me because I would drag their asses. But anyway, he said it was his his grandma-in-law, <laughs> which I thought was funny. But this is an old-ass white woman living in fucking killer chicken somewhere in the South. And I find it really, really interesting that she can post things on her Facebook. Like, we, we, we voted for Trump for what he can do, not his past. Can y'all imagine how fucking laughable it would have been for a black man with three baby mamas and the grope pussies of women across the country still getting allegations now in the White House? 
And these white folks ain't doing nothing. And yes, white people, pull up your legs because I'm talking about y'all motherfucking asses because y'all aren't doing anything about it. Um, and I know not all white people. I'm not. I'm talking about the ones who are doing this. So you shut the fuck up. But they're not doing anything about it. Like, absolutely not shit. There is no way that anybody other than Donald Trump's stinking ass could be doing the stuff that he's doing and white people across the country would be okay with it. I mean, from this whole thing with Korea and Iran to these fucking babies in, in, in cages. Like, y'all are okay with that. And that says a lot about who you are. Y'all need to stop calling yourselves Christians because you're only some honorary church folks who, again, if hell exists, you bitches are going. Just know that. But anyway, Democrats, my message to you folks, get, get together, girl. Y'all need to, you know, get information because we need to make sure we go out to the polls and do what we need to do. Encourage people. And, and, and again, if you have to encourage the fighting, encourage the, the the debates that are going to push, you know, moderate candidates more left and some of the leftist candidates more towards the center. <clears throat> we can't do this one way. We cannot do this just one way. We have to build a coalition and we have to be united. And I, again, I'm just afraid to think what's going to happen if this, you know, smegma jerk. Uh, ends up being president for another four years. But, you know, that's going to be our fault. It's our fault he's in there now. Because so many other progressives and liberals are like, well, I just can't vote for Hillary Clinton. I just can't. And then we get this pile of shit president. Anyway, look, um, let me know what you think. Uh, inbox me. Um, you know, write a review. Uh, tell a friend, tell a neighbor. I'm about to let this shit go. But look, I will see y'all later on this week with another episode of Let Me Say This. Y'all have a great day. Peace.